0: Hey guys, welcome back to Conversations with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne, and I've already said my name too many times today. I apologize. We're gonna have to work on that intro. (laughs) I say my name a lot. Well, just twice, but still a lot. Um, First things first, I hope you guys have been good this week. I hope you guys have been safe practicing social distancing, wearing your masks. I am um, I feel really lucky to get to do this for a second episode even because um, some of you know this was really impulsive when I started last week I was just sitting at my desk trying to find something to watch and failing miserably uh, but I'd had the thought to create a podcast I just didn't know what I wanted to talk about and I was like hey now's as good a time as any to do it And I did, and here we are. You guys seem to really like the idea of creating a safe space, and a lot of you said you found me relatable. So I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for your feedback. I'm grateful for people that shared and just people that took time out of their day to listen to what I had to say. I'm so grateful for you guys, and I'm sending you virtual hugs because I probably won't be hugging anybody until like mid-2021 like, when we're sure the virus has, like, moved on, you know? Just saying. Just saying. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so, so grateful for you guys. Um, I'm also going to address my, um, have a really bad habit, um, little something cold procrastination. It's not great. I know. I'm working on it. Which is why I created a poll uh, last week and I I asked you guys to vote and let me know what your thoughts were and what I should say, what I I should talk about today. And You guys did vote so thank you for that. But everything was like tied up so I did a video on Thursday asking you guys what you wanted me to talk about, just like message me and let me know. The same thing happened just differently, (laughs) a lot of you messaged me with like oh do this and that or do this or that or that and it's like I kind of came back to exactly where I was at the beginning and I was really excited though because it's like you guys actually really want to listen to what I have to say and that's that's really humbling and it's really great that you guys want to have these conversations as much as I do or maybe you just want to listen to me talk about them I'm grateful either way whatever your reasons are. I'm really grateful. (laughs) So, um, I had a very interesting conversation with a friend of mine today about racism, but, um, I decided later that maybe it's a good thing we start from the beginning, from our earlier times before we were adults, because a lot of the people I know right now are adults. So I thought, let's talk about our childhood experiences and how they still affect us today or affect us. Um, a lot of the people I know I met in boarding school, so that's basically what I want to talk about. I wanted to take it as far back as I possibly could, um, but I think that's something I'll have to address in the future as we go along with a few people you know, joining us and talking about it. I, I wouldn't want to dominate the entire conversation. I want to, you know, give people the platform to talk about their childhood experiences. So I, I thought of, um, for me, I, I thought I thought of of bringing up boarding school first because a lot of our experiences in school period are responsible for our some of our personalities or some of the choices we choose to make now as adults so i thought i would talk about my experience in boarding school next week perhaps i will have my good friend cynthia on the podcast to talk about boarding schools a little bit more but also other childhood experiences And if you would like to join us, if you have something at all to offer, even if you want it to be anonymous, that's fine. We can do a little clip and add it to the podcast. If you have any experiences you want to talk about as a kid, trauma, grief, um, um, assault in any any way, physical, emotional, psychological abuse, um, sexual abuse, whatever it is, you're welcome to send in ideas and thoughts. It can be triggering, I know, but we're trying to create a safe space. And please, please remember that you only talk about what you want to talk about. Nobody's forcing you to talk about anything. But today we're going to talk about boarding school. I went to boarding school when I was seven. The first boarding school I went to was Namagunga Primary Boarding School. Bugazi, Uganda, yeah I know a lot of you I found a lot of you there and you guys went to school way you guys started boarding school way before I did you guys were like five and honestly I don't remember a lot from like from when I was five and six there's like bits and pieces my mom is constantly reminding me of something new but um, I think my memory is pretty good, like from when I was seven going forward. Maybe it's because I went to boarding school and kind of had to remember things. <laughs> because, you know, you're basically alone. There's like a whole bunch of people, but you don't have your parents. You don't have your siblings to do things for you and, and things like that. So, yeah, we'll talk about the boarding school experience. Primary school for me was... um. I think my very first day, I went to school with somebody that I have called my twin for a really long time, she's called Marilyn. Um, We got to school the same day, we became easy friends and I think my mom told me they'd come and get me later that evening so I wasn't really worried about it, I wasn't really crying. And I remember just sitting in class and I think people were picking on her and She started crying. She's like, oh, I want to go home. I want to go home. And I think in that moment is when it really registered in my head that I wasn't going to get to go home. I had to stay here with all these mean kids in class and like deal with this. And on top of that, the only friend I had was crying because she wanted to go home. So what if her parents came and got her and I stayed by myself? It, It was pretty scary. That was just my first day. Um... It got easier, I think. A lot later. I remember um, not straight up getting teased, but definitely there were a there were few people in my class that, of course I won't mention their names because I'm not trying to be malicious, but um, there were few people that like did things or said things um, just to make my life harder. And, you know, now as an adult, I understand it's either because they were bullied or because nobody told them that wasn't okay or because, you know, I I don't know. People do, people do shit. I can't change that. I can, but like looking back to it, it's, um, for a seven-year-old, that was really confusing. It was like, I left home to come here and there's so many mean kids, you know? and i can't go to my mom and tell her a b c d happened i think i reported to there's a lady that um was in charge of the canteen and my mom knew her so i used to call her my aunt and i told her someone was bullying me in class and she you know she didn't really like when you when i say confrontation the way i use it or the way i choose to understand it it's more um <laughs> not violent per se, but like more heated, maybe she just told her she I remember her pulling the girl aside in the bathroom and saying, you know, she's a new kid. If you bully her, you're going to make her hate the school. And this kid at a class meeting less than a week later tells the class teacher or Mary, oh, Marianne's reporting us to her aunt. And, uh, i don't even know why that was a big deal because it wasn't like i was reporting to a parent outside school which also shouldn't have been a problem but i remember getting punished for it and i kind of just hated school going forward it was difficult getting used to the meals too it was like porridge sometimes without milk most of the time without milk like it was a complete shift in in the diet like compared to what i was used to at home and I used to be a really bubbly child and then I, I, I went to boarding school and it kind of like simmered down and just became a bit I'm, I'm still bubbly at school but for the most part as an adult now I I I know I I'm really picky about the people I'm really talkative with like I do I talk to people I talk a lot I talk too much but um I'm really picky with the people I interact with so I, but I, I notice where that comes from that comes from boarding school it's just how I relate to people I need to be able to read someone before I am comfortable having an exchange with them and for the most part I, I can't say primary school was awful I had very many great memories there um, a few bad ones but for the most part it's nothing it was nothing too too bad it was fine we the diet wasn't horrible it wasn't i wasn't used to it but it wasn't horrible and the food quality wasn't as good as it was at home but it also wasn't terrible so primary school for me wasn't so bad it was just i missed home i think it was one of my biggest problems and then i went to secondary school And I happened to go to, also, I I was in a Catholic boarding school for primary school. I was in a Catholic boarding school for secondary school. And I remember from senior one to senior three, which might be about the equivalent of grade, I want to say, maybe six to nine. Yeah. Yeah. About grade six to grade nine, I think in Canada and the states, um, I went to a Catholic another Catholic boarding school for secondary, and I won't mention it, not necessarily because I think there's like legal repercussions, but something's wrong with my tongue. It's, a, it's really rubbery today. Um, I don't think there's consequences, but um, I'm <laughs> just not going to say the name of the school anyway um it happened to be the school my oldest sister had gone to and she'd really suffered there but because it'd been uh eight it'd been a few years since she'd been there and i went there and we hoped it would be better the administration would be better unfortunately it wasn't i got punished i remember getting punished a lot because apparently I used to make noise. I think I was I was punished for being a lesbian. I'm so straight, it's painful. <laughs> and I was punished for being a lesbian because uh, the matron found me getting my nozzle spray from a friend after lights out. You can imagine a nozzle spray getting that misinterpreted. <laughs> like, how does it go from an innocent... Somebody's getting a nozzle spray out of their suitcase too. They were full-on lesbian mode. Whatever that even means. I nearly got suspended for it. My sister, you know, asked for proof and they didn't have any, which is, I guess, what saved my ass. But I remember the deputy specifically did everything she could to make my life miserable. I'm never going to forget her. Never. But, um... I guess that also, that experience, the three years that I was there, that experience taught me to, well, thicken my skin, which is both a good thing and a bad thing. A bad thing in a way that, um, rather than talk about my issues, I usually will stomach them and move on, well, not move on, but I'll kind of like, like suffer in silence, which is not very good for my mental health, but, um, it kind of just happened <laughs> and but also it taught me to stand up for myself you know i switched schools and i went to another catholic school it was also a boarding school for my senior four which is like grade 10 and i got there and it was a completely different dynamic um the kids spoke a lot of vernacular all the schools i'd gone to Enforced English. It was punishable to not speak English at all times. You got punished uh, for speaking vernacular So it was a completely different dynamic. It took me a while to fit in. The food was awful I uh, ended up going to the canteen a lot. I didn't have many meals there Um, The the students, oh my god, I had people accusing me of quote-unquote stealing their boyfriends Um, which for me doesn't make any sense Um, but yeah there was a lot of like it was so petty it was such a toxic environment I I think about it now and and laugh but um, yeah it was really petty and toxic and not at all about academic competition it was more like girls especially at least in my experience with the girls in my class it was more about girls competing with each other in terms of i guess aesthetic like who's prettier who has a nicer body and i noticed i I got picked on a lot by teachers and they're like oh you think uh, there's one teacher a math teacher specifically who um once came to class and i was minding my business i was quiet i was sitting and she she goes oh marianne you think because you have a huge ass you you can do whatever you want and i'm just like Like in my head, I'm thinking, A, what does my ass have to do with anything? And B, if you have a problem with me, address it. Don't bring my ass into it. That doesn't make sense. And it's really petty for a grown woman who has two children and a husband to do that. But like also, why are girls putting each other down? Like I got picked on. There were girls that would wear really tiny skirts and I would get picked on by teachers wearing a skirt that just was above my knees or that had my my hips a little bit too tightly they said they said oh that's indecent blah 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 but someone walks into class with a skirt that's right under their ass and that's fine nobody cares when Marianne does it though it's an entirely different thing and I mean after that I was kind of just I was sick of it I switched schools and um for grade 11 I was in a different school and I stood up for myself I didn't let myself get punished for things I didn't do I was pretty vocal about things I didn't believe in if a prefect wanted to punish me or anybody else and I you know if I could if I knew I wasn't in the wrong or the other person wasn't in the wrong there's a couple people I would stand up for them or stand up for myself even if it was a teacher like if I knew the other person <sighs> the other person being the teacher or the prefect was in the wrong, I would address it. And it didn't make me very popular, but um, I didn't get picked on. <laughs> so that was a good thing. Um, I had to switch schools in the third term of my senior five because I was really sickly. So I had to move to um, a school closer to home. And when I did... It was the same thing, petty girls talking about I feel like I'm better than them because I can speak English. Again, my first language technically, because it's the first language I learned, is English. I learned Luganda so much later, um, and I can't even speak my, lo- my local languages. I'm not proud of, of that, I'm trying to learn. But um, yeah, it was really petty things like oh she thinks she's better than us because she can speak english or she thinks she's better than us because she thinks she's so pretty or because i did an assignment and handed it in to the teacher as we were supposed to do oh she thinks she's better than us and she's trying and you know the teacher is playing favorites with her it was always a thing and I, i got to a point where i really didn't care about it like you could say whatever you wanted to say and i really didn't have anything to say to it because um i think just The toxic environment um, helped me develop thick skin so much so that I wouldn't even like try to fight with you, you know, if you if you said anything bad about me, I would ignore it and and just move on with my life because if I try to fight you, I'm going to get in trouble and that's not going to end well for any, any of us, you know, especially me. So, yeah. But, um, one of the reasons I have a problem with boarding school is, um, nuns. Nuns are, you know, they're religious leaders and I know some really great nuns. They're really nice. And I also had an experience with some really terrible ones. Some really rude, mean ones. And it's like they would intentionally be mean and punish you not to teach you a lesson, not to teach you to do better, but rather to inflict pain. And that's like something I noticed in in all the um, boarding schools I went to, like the Catholic boarding schools I went to, the religious leaders, some of them, were just really mean for no apparent reason at all. They were, like, really bitter people. And it's it's really toxic, I think, for kids to grow up in an environment like that. And when I came to Canada, we were studying about um, Indigenous people and residential schools. And I had never really, like, I had always said, you know, I hate boarding school. And I hated some of the nuns in the, board, the boarding schools I went to. But, um... Listening to the stories about residential schools and nuns and priests deliberately punishing kids by beating them or starving them or refusing to give them treatment when they were sick, just it kind of like, it made me realize how similar um, the education system in Uganda is. And I guess, you know, that makes sense because they were basically built by colonialists and about the same colonialists that did it but um yeah that's my experience with boarding schools and um (coughs) excuse me um I know a lot of people that feel the same way I did but there was also people that had really great experiences and I don't want to erase that I really don't and you know if you had any i'm just gonna say any kind of experience you had i'm very very open to hearing it um if you want to you know get on the podcast with me and talk about it you're welcome to um next week i will be talking to my friend or maybe even wednesday around wednesday we might do a part two to this I want to talk to my friends about the punishments specifically. What did that sound like? The punishments specifically that we got in um in boarding school, because for me they felt more like <laughs> they didn't feel like punishments. They felt like like jail time. Like, what's the point of making a kid go around school in the scorching sun and asking them to? I don't know scrub a path like who scrubs a path that's corporal punishment and you know what generally a lot of people may not frown upon it but ultimately it does have a negative impact on a child on the child that has to endure it because there's feelings of i must be really worthless that someone would treat me like this or, you know, um, in Uganda, there's um reference to somebody, especially when they've done something y- you don't like, and you go goo like, your go-head, like, you've got, uh, which is basically, I don't know, big head or something. It's basically like an insult, you, you could say, right? And, um... It's like when you have teachers saying that teachers who are supposed to to guide and correct when you have them instead villainizing students and particular students at that I don't I don't want to play the victim card, but the truth is a lot of us were victimized by by teachers It's as, uh, something as simple as this kid was talking in class The teacher has a pet And that pets go into write names and sometimes we wouldn't even be making noise and then suddenly there's a list of oh so-and-so was making noise in class you're like hey they were sleeping or you know they weren't in class and they're like oh it sounded like them and it's like you know that that kind of thing getting kids punished for something they didn't do we laugh at it and it's like oh you know that happened you know so far back in the past and yes it did but the thing is is it just experiences like that even if kids don't talk about them are bound to make them feel like they were unwanted. You get to a point where it's like did my parents send me here because they don't love me? Is that why they sent me here? Am I that bad? That they don't want me. They're sending someone else to punish me on their behalf. And then you get to a point where you feel like you deserve it and then you just keep getting in trouble because you're like even if I don't get in trouble, it's gonna happen anyway. And I don't know, I I can't say everything in boarding school was bad, but you know, with even the good experiences came a whole lot of bad. And for that particular first school I went to for high school, I can't say I had an experience that was great except meeting my friends, the people I still talk to, and there's very few of them. It's um yeah, it was it was horrible. I tried to distance myself from the entire thing when I was done with it because I I just I couldn't it was really toxic. So yeah, that's my experience. Well part of it, um I didn't really talk about the education I feel like that's another com- uh, that's another conversation because, you know, we do go to boarding schools for an education, but also a lot of our socialization was done there, for me at least. That's where I, I met most people. Um, it didn't help that I came-, I came from a really extended family, which I guess is why I was a really bubbly kid, but um, going to boarding school kind of changed how I relate to people, and I thought that was important to start with, and I will address, maybe alone, maybe with someone else, Uh, depending on what you guys want to hear, I will address the quality of education and what we learned um, going forward and yeah, I guess that's it for today's episode. Um, Please, please uh, feel free to reach out, I'm going to put my socials in the description uh please share please um let me know what your thoughts are let me know who you want to um it's difficult for my it's it's difficult for me <laughs> to um try and and keep it uh balanced I have to keep catching myself I I um have to remember in the back of my head that I'm I'm speaking to both uh people in Canada and the States and you know much around the world and also people in Uganda. I know my experiences are very um, very similar to especially my friends in Uganda but um, I want to keep it really relatable for um, people everywhere else too so if you're not from Uganda and you've heard something you want to know about something don't be afraid to reach out and let me know. Ask me whatever you want to ask and I will be more than happy to address it. If you have an experience you want to share with boarding school, good or bad, maybe you disagree with me, that's fine. That's the whole point of communication. We don't have to uh, have the same view. It's okay to disagree. We just have to be respectful about it and respect each other's views. So this was just my experience, my personal experience. I want to hear about you guys's, or I want to hear your questions, your suggestions on what I should address pertaining to childhood experiences or, you know, anything else. So let me know. And um, as uh, this comes to an end, I want to just let you guys know to uh, please be safe, wear your mask, social distance, and try to get up and and move just to be healthy move get up get get out of bed this is also advice for me get out of bed take a walk or something or talk to a friend if you're going through something that's fine um call someone text someone text me i'm i'm down to talk whenever and, you know, if you haven't taken very great care of yourself and you're feeling stressed out or guilty about it, you have tomorrow, you've got next week, you just need to try. At the end of the day, it isn't about what you haven't done. It's about what you choose to do going forward, right? It's not about what you haven't done. It's about the lessons you learn going forward. So take it easier on yourself. Be kind to yourself. Um, and yeah. I look forward to doing this again. Uh, we might get to do this Wednesdays and Sundays because I have a lot of time on my hands and uh, yeah depending on what you guys want. Just uh... And I cut myself off. <laughs> so I was just saying I would love to hear from you guys. Take care and we'll get into it again Wednesday or Sunday whatever works with you guys we're figuring this out as we go and yeah have a good week bye